friends, this is Madeline, and you are listening to Embrace the Madness. If you haven't tuned in before, this is just a podcast where I share my experiences and how I kind of use my spiritual understanding to make my human life easier because as we can see from this past year, being a human is really hard sometimes. And some of us are luckier than others and some of us go through really stressful, annoying things, but I think something cool to remember is that we are all made of this cool substance and we're just super powerful and I just think this life is about learning how to tap into that. And so I just want to share what I know and what I've learned to help you grow and you find your power too. So if you have listened before, thanks for tuning in. I just got back from a weekend camping, which was nice. This past week has been really stressful, and I think everybody knows that. Now we can take a big sigh of relief and be glad that our country hopefully is moving towards unity and love and respecting each other and, yeah, moving in a good direction. So I'm excited. 2020 has just been a year, and... It's like been a hard lesson of, okay, do I need to look at this from a different lens? Do I need to like go deeper so I can understand what's happening? Stuff like that. And most of all, it's been a big, 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 big year of surrender and letting go and letting go of control and what we want to happen and what we think should happen and it's kind of just like, ooh, yeah, relinquishing all control that we have. And so I wanted to post this and I think it like comes and goes. I think everything flows, but lately it's been really hard for me to let go of what doesn't serve me. And I think being away in nature this weekend kind of helped because like leaves are falling all around me. The colors are changing everything once was green. Now they're red and gold and orange and stuff like that. And yeah, it just looks like everything's so different than it was before. But the wild thing about nature is that they don't look like they're freaking out or having trouble relinquishing control. And so it's been a really powerful metaphor to kind of look at my own life and see the beauty in it because like it's from our perspective it's like ooh, it's fall it's beautiful it's pumpkin spice weather everything's changing colors it's so cool it's so fun but when you're like insides are transforming it's like the complete opposite and you just are like feeling like shit you have been purging hopefully like these things that aren't working and it's hard and letting go of things is hard and letting go of attachment is really hard and frustrating and I have been feeling it and I'm sure you have just because this whole year has been it but like it sucks it sucks when your reality shifting it's it sucks when the paradigm shifting it sucks it just like it's really painful and not fun and I've been 
kind of dwelling in the bad part of change. And I've been having a hard time of like getting myself out of that mindset because like when you're deep in the shit, like everything sucks. And like, of course, you're like changing. So nothing is secure. Nothing is guaranteed. And you when you feel like that, you don't feel like you're abundant or you have everything you need or you're safe. Like the floor is literally being pulled from under you. I think it's the rug, but either way, (laughs) either way, we're free falling at this point. So I just wanted to share kind of my, I guess, like my thought process, my whatever is happening in my head. But I think it gave me a new perspective, like being surrounded by the leaves. And I think of things like metaphorically and I see patterns and themes in life and nature. And so I think I'm kind of primed to be like, oh yeah, well the leaves are falling and they're so beautiful and so is transformation and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, I just want to share that with you so that maybe you too can have some perspective and maybe you are finding yourself in a yucky mindset like I was, am, and you are trying to let go of what doesn't serve you. Because that's the thing too, is like staying in that headspace also sucks. And like, then it's like, if you're just in that, it's like this horrible cycle and just so let's break down because I know it's like on coffee cups and Pinterest articles and it's so like uh, cliche, but I mean, I feel like all the powerful wisdom is at this point, but everybody has heard it. Let go of what doesn't serve you. Let go, blah, blah, blah. Well, what does that actually mean? What, what is, I guess you have to kind of go to like, well, what does serving me mean? What does not serving me? What, what, what's the difference? And I think when you can kind of see some examples at that point, you're like, oh, now I know the difference because, okay, let's start with what serves us. So anything that makes you feel good, anything that brings you joy, anything that sparks the fire in your soul, seeing puppies and kittens, that serves you, that serves everybody. Being surrounded by people that love you and care about you and appreciate you and can see the good in you, that serves you. What else? Making choices that, you know, how they say like, do this for your future self. Well, that will serve you. I'm like laughing because I'm like, yeah, it serves me. I don't, I don't always do it, but it serves me. That's for sure. (laughs) But yeah, just like working out or taking a walk in the park, playing with your dog, playing with your child, talking, having a really fulfilling conversation with your friends. These things are things that serve you. And these promote growth and promote your well-being so that you can show up and be who you want to be. Now, on the other hand, what doesn't serve us? I feel like this is a very, very, very long list. And 
I feel like they're probably synonymous with red flags. Uh, yeah. So what doesn't serve me? Let's see. Being called names doesn't serve me. Being around people who suck out my energy doesn't serve me. Having a partner who doesn't respect me. Being in a relationship with someone who isn't meeting my needs. Having friends. Oh, I think I already said that. Um, unfortunately, eating a lot of ice cream doesn't serve me. It like serves me temporarily, but in the long run, it does not. So I'm sorry, ice cream, but I have to put you on there. And let's see. Negative thought patterns, negative self-talk. I'm guilty of a lot of those. Uh, what else? There's a lot, and I'm sure you can probably make a list of things that don't serve you just as well. So I think it's important to distinguish the difference between what does and doesn't serve you because you want to create more of what does serve you and take away what doesn't serve you. Now, I think sometimes we have a problem believing that we are worth things that serve us. And so that's kind of a separate conversation. But I acknowledge that it's also really hard to make choices that affirm our wholeness and our worth when that's not something that we believe. And so, yes. And that's been a huge thing in my journey is having to change and kind of rewire how I believe myself to be and what I deserve and spending so much time and effort trying to convince myself that I do deserve things that serve me and that provide goodness in my life. And the powerful thing is like we have a choice and we, for a lot of things, not some things, but we have a lot of choice in what we will and won't tolerate in our lives. And I think that also is like up the boundaries alley and stuff like that. And so it's definitely important to make that distinguish make that distinction so that you can choose what does serve you. Now on the other part is actually letting go of it. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just talking about in terms of believing that we are worth what serves us. And so we find it really hard to let go. And I think we in our culture feel very entitled to having things and feel entitled to having security and emotional contentment and we feel I don't know we just we have this clinging nature to hold on to things and if you've been listening to my podcast you know that I have a really really traumatic history of hoarding so literally getting rid of things that don't serve me is still hard and if you like Marie Kondo she wrote the book uh I always get it confused let me check really quick the life-changing magic wait hold on the life-changing magic of tidying up 
Okay. I always say something weird. But anyway, she talks about kind of it from a material level, but then also coming from like origins of Eastern philosophy. So I guess on a literal sense, letting go of what doesn't serve us might be might be easier to kind of approach. So letting go of things that don't serve you. A good example is making the transition to like your summer things and your winter things. Or over the years, if your clothes don't fit, it's probably not going to serve you if you have something that's too small. And so if you can, getting rid of it and getting something new will provide more goodness in your life. Because, and a lot of what Marie Kondo talks about is if you keep this article of clothing that doesn't bring you joy, you're kind of prolonging this relationship, this kind of codependent, dysfunctional relationship with this article of clothing. And it's like, oh, but I love this sweater and I love that it used to keep me warm and it. I remember when I wore it in high school and it just made me feel so cute and I know one day I'll fit in it again and blah, blah, blah and just kind of holding on to these memories and holding on to this idea that this sweater will bring you wholeness and completeness and well-being. And I think that's where we kind of forget that items don't bring us joy. Happiness only comes from within. And having these things doesn't make us who we are. And letting the letting go part is really hard because we don't get that through our head. Like we don't we don't get through our head that it would probably do you a lot better to, even though it's kind of like a sacrifice in the beginning, having to shell out money to get something new, but you're going to feel better. You're not going to like hate on yourself because you've gained weight. You're not going to, I don't even know, like reminisce on the days and like wish that you were in the past and all these things. Like if you got a new one that fit, you don't have to think about all those things. You can be happy in the fact that, okay, thank goodness this fits me and it's doing its job and I'm staying warm and yeah. So for some reason, we just have like this really strong attachment to things and ideas and beliefs and relationships and things like that. And we believe that these contribute to our wholeness and our well-being. And it's funny because I'm like journaling this weekend and I'm like, dang, like it's just so easy for these trees to drop the leaves and they don't think anything of it. I don't even know if they're thinking anything. (laughs) Maybe they're like, wee. But like, and I know that's the difference between like us having, I don't know, brain structures that allow us to think about things. But those trees don't think twice about letting go of those leaves. Like the wind just comes and the leaves are just gone. They just fall off. It's like 
a part of the tree that is not providing life to the whole organism. And so it's like, okay, goodbye. And that's something that I learned too. And I probably trim it too much. Davis is always like, quit cutting the leaves. But I just remember learning like at at some point, these structures stop providing life. Like, Like the structures inside stop working. There's no more blood flow or uh, flow. I can't remember what I don't, it's not blood and plants, but yeah, there's no, like, there's no more nutrients getting sent to there and there's no more like life being brought back. So the plant decides to, okay, we're going to cut it off. We're going to cut off any further allocation to this limb or this leaf or whatever, because we have to spend time creating new ones. And so I think it's really powerful to equate that to our human experience, because we are so concerned with, oh my God, but like, I can't imagine life without this, or I can't, I don't think I'll ever find another person who cares about me or I don't even know how to justify the negative self-talk and I'm still trying to figure that out and how to fully eliminate that from my life but we need to get in our heads that if something's not providing us joy and it's not providing us life then it's not it doesn't have a purpose it is no longer serving us And it's okay because it might have once. I think I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And I think the friendships and the relationships we have with people help us and they're important when they're happening and they help us grow and learn. But sometimes, as you all may know, we don't have all the friends that we used to have and we don't have all the relationships that we used to have. Some of them are harder to let go of. I know I couldn't get it through my head for years that the person I was in a relationship with was not providing any life for me. But for some reason, it was so hard for me to finally let go. And I I don't really remember exactly what went through my mind or what was like the final like, we're not doing this anymore. But it's just so interesting. And I'm the same way with clothes. Like, I just don't want to get rid of them. And I don't know, maybe it means it's time to revisit some Marie Kondo, but maybe it's just like this illusion of security and this illusion and our whole human world is filled with illusion. But so let's see. Yeah. Plants don't even think twice. They just let go. And I think that is admirable. I think that's a place where I want to be. I understand it's okay to be sad. And I think I'm allowing myself that. And you should too. But I also want to get to this point where I can kind of have this simultaneous like gratitude moment, but also like understanding it's time to move forward. And I think that's a big, 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 big part. And Marie Kondo talks about it in her book. But 
and letting go of things that either held a huge spot in our heart or had a lot of meaning in our lives, I think it's really important to acknowledge our gratitude and acknowledge that it used to serve a purpose and it used to be beneficial and it used to give us life, but it doesn't anymore. And I think, yeah, this season has just been really, really, really important at understanding this lesson. I think this whole year has too, just kind of surrendering. I think America is going through it too, realizing that these these structures and these people are not are not representative of us and are not bringing us life. And so it's time to let go of what doesn't serve us. I really enjoy the memes about, I mean, I guess I'm not, I'm not trying to say I enjoy abusive relationship memes, but I think that it's an interesting metaphor that it's like we've been in this like dysfunctional relationship and we're trying to like get out of it. And it's like really hard to let go when it's dysfunctional. I think that's like the nature of it, but we have to do it so that we can clear space and create new space for new things. And I know, like, I, like, trust me, I know that it's not fun and it's not cool. And I think I'm still trying to get it through my head that my negative self-talk isn't helping. I think in a world where it guaranteed our security, maybe, and I think, I think we cling on to it in terms of like, well, this is what I heard either, I guess, growing up or what other people say. And so if I follow these rules or if I follow this criticism, then I will get security and I will get safety and I will be alive for another day. And I think in an interesting way, we can be grateful for that. and understand that at one point I guess it did serve a purpose but it doesn't serve us if we want to grow and create a foundation of love and I think I will forever be kind of in this ebb and flow of releasing and clinging and releasing and clinging and I think that's just like part of being a human I think it's hard for us to understand kind of the way that nature does that it's hard for us to understand not to cling on to things because we're already whole in our like human right or our right as I don't know what I'm trying to say but I guess like I'm trying to think of like how to let go and I think it definitely takes time and I know everybody hates that answer I hate that answer But I think it's a constant reminder of trusting that you are creating space for new things, bigger and better things. And you are taking the time to choose what you want in your life and create these intentions to live a life and look for Look for ways to bring well-being into your life and fulfillment 
I think a big thing that took me forever to learn is remembering that the longer it takes for me to commit to letting go and commit to detaching, the harder and longer drawn out the whole process is going to be. I think especially in terms of relationships with people, we find ourselves kind of stuck in this loop and it's really hard to get out. Friendships, romantic relationships, family things, all sorts of relationships. But we have to, and it sucks because it's true, but it's like we have to want our peace and happiness more than we care to stay where we are. And yeah, I think for me seeing kind of this metaphor in nature and remembering how beautiful, because I love fall. I love all the different colors and I love the transformation process from summer to fall, less fall to winter, but still. And it's so easy for me to admire the beauty, but on another level, I think my transformation is inherently beautiful too. I don't always like consciously believe it, but I think my higher self believes it. And I think that's why it was such a powerful reminder this weekend that you are going through a really hard, yucky, stomach-turning experience. But what's happening inside of you is so beautiful and it's transformative and it's taking the old and it's changing it into something new, into something beautiful, into something lighter. And I think that is kind of the saving grace of the whole thing too remembering that change is beautiful and remembering that change is necessary because just like how the cycle I mean just like how the trees go through cycles throughout the year we go through cycles too and they know whether they know or they don't know or I don't know their instinct somebody knows that it's just part of their process And that it's a necessary step in the process for trees to lose their leaves and conserve energy in the winter and then they'll bloom again. And I think it's super hard in our human lives because it's just hard and we have to sit through that every day and we have to sit through the experience and the pain of transformation. And it's so hard to kind of get a little meta and it's so easy to focus on like our body and like what's happening in this present moment. But I think it's important to remember the kind of greater purpose and what our lives are going to look like after this transformation is happening because and that's another important thing to remember too is that this pain is only temporary we're not going to be hurting and changing and literally 
doing Phoenix stuff, you know, how it turns to ashes so that it can rise again. Like, we're not going to be doing that forever unless we get stuck in a loop. And so I think remembering that it's temporary helps. I feel like I'm slowly coming out of it, but I don't think it's made this season any less painful. And I heard something really cool. If you haven't uh, listened to Shaman Durek, he's pretty cool. He's funny. And he takes kind of this spiritual approach and applies the themes to life and kind of as a means to healthy coping mechanisms. But he was talking about how all of these things kind of have to get shaken up so that we can like release it and purge it. And I think we can even see that that's what's happening in America. I think, don't get me wrong, like it sucks that we are being shown this huge mirror of racism and discord and divisiveness and all of these things. But on the other hand, I think it's good that it's happening and coming, coming, coming to the surface so that we can confront it and move forward. And I think that also is America letting go of what doesn't serve us. I think that we are all kind of in agreement, most of us are in agreement that we want to live a life full of love and helping and taking care of each other. And I think we're finally getting on board to make these changes and make these necessary moves. But I think we've been clinging on to a lot. And I think this narrative of hate and division and pain and bullying and just disrespecting other people because of their color of the skin, wait, their color of skin or where they come from, we cannot, I don't want to take that into 2021. And I think most of America is kind of on board with that too. And so I think that so much good is happening and I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. I know it's kind of like a 50-50 statement to make, but I really do think that what he was saying about needing to kind of stir things up so you know what to get rid of is what is kind of where we're at. And I think it's interesting to feel it on a collective level, but also on an individual level, because if I'm having an individual experience that is painful and horrible, and then you magnify it on a macro level, I can imagine it's just as painful and just as horrible. And I think we are all kind of bearing witness to that discomfort and pain too. So I think that's what's kind of given me hope in terms of understanding that we are going through a cycle and that we are purging what is not necessary and what is not serving us and moving us and propelling us towards a future of love and kindness and 
taking back our true power. So I think that is all I'm going to say today before I get into any more specifics, but I'm super thankful that you listened to this episode. I'm also super thankful for all my Patreon subscribers. I don't know what I would do without you. I'm excited. I'm focusing on gratitude this month and yeah, I'm going to, I think, do a couple of workshops on creating gratitude lists and creating your own affirmations. And so if that is something that excites you or if you just want more podcasts and you just love listening to my voice, then feel free to log on to patreon.com slash embrace the madness and you'll find out details and you'll be welcomed into this beautiful world of embracing the madness, even though it sucks sometimes. Anyways, I'm going to resume the rest of my day and I'm super grateful for you and I hope that you have a beautiful week and I will catch you soon. Bye. If you'd like access to more podcasts and a postcard each month, check us out on patreon.com slash embrace madness.